Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. At first, this story from a rural area of Kentucky sounds like something you definitely wouldn't want to see to close out 2020, but it's not so bad when you hear all the details. A rural mail carrier near the southeast Kentucky town of Williamsburg posted the picture from his mail route last week. Two dogs peering at him as he stuffed mail into a box along his motor route. Now, one dog most any mail carrier can handle if they get aggressive, and two probably as well, but Tim Smith said he was not prepared to defend himself against any number of dogs when one of them was carrying an axe. The photo he posted on social media showed it. One German Shepherd-type animal, ears erect and alert, and wielding an axe. Farther down in the comment section, Smith said the axe-wielding dog could have been a lot more dangerous if he had opposable thumbs, but he knew the dog is actually friendly and could actually be seen frequently carrying large sticks around just for fun, something sometimes dogs do. This large stick just happened to be a long-handled axe. <laughs> I would not think that dog was friendly at all, Cliff. I don't... <laughs> I, mean, I could have petted him for months, but if he's wielding an axe, nope, 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 nope. Well, if my calculations are right, Cliff, this is the yep. 355th day of 2020. Okay. Or 1,471 flushes until 2021. And I've got him, I think I've got, I think I've got the right number there, Cliff. It's no wonder you have problems with your septic tank. That is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost 15 a day, Cliff. I know. <laughs> Toilet paper is eating wow. me out of house and home right no now. No kidding. <laughs> well, Cliff, text yes. message just came in. I mean, like oh. seconds ago, okay. wondering how far down the list is a DJ <laughs> when it comes to getting a vaccine for the coronavirus. <laughs> how far down is the list? Oh, man. Is a DJ on the coronavirus vaccine? importance list i don't even think that they're listed cliff to be honest with you <laughs> because anybody can do this i mean all you gotta do is push a button and talk well i mean that's what people say that's what well that's the truth <laughs> i mean we have ourselves convinced otherwise <laughs> otherwise we wouldn't show up cliff if that's we exactly if right. you didn't convince yourself that you know yeah. this is really important stuff i'll tell you how far down on the list i am cliff how far down are you and this is actually true at this very moment, yeah, on Charlene's desk. Of course, Charlene works here at Country 98.1. She's, she's the uh, business manager of uh, the radio station. Yes. On her desk right now, unbeknownst yeah. to her until she gets mm -hmm. here around 8 o'clock this morning, yeah. there's a watch, a man's watch, sitting there on her desk that I placed there. Okay. Because about two years ago, for some reason, I thought, I need to wear a watch. Made me yeah. look more sophisticated. <laughs> okay. And I'm not smart enough after two years of trying and trying over the weekend to no. open up the band to see how I can get the thing on my hand. I can't get it to go get undone. You can't, you can't open a watch? I can't undo the uh, band you on can't there. undo the band on your watch. No. And so I'm hoping that Charlene has some experience with men's watches and can show me how to get this off because yeah. I would hate to struggle to get it on my wrist. <laughs> and then I can't get it off, and it's shower time, and I'm pretty well yeah. in trouble. Yeah. So that's how far down on the list I am 
I can't operate a simple watch band. <laughs> Weed, it was an unusual day at work for Joe DeSico. The South Daytona, Florida man began working various part-time jobs after retirement just to stay busy, and he ended up spending 20 years working in fast food and decided that he was going to make the best of the situation. During the pandemic, Joe continued to work every day scheduled, masking up and heading in to not only mop floors and fill orders, but he later said consciously trying to be the light in someone's life, if you will, because a friendly face and a warm greeting goes a long way to making the day for someone who needs it. Someone in town there launched a social media group to spotlight local restaurants and staff during the pandemic, and they've run a regular poll asking for the favorite team member at each restaurant, and when it got to Joe's place, he won by a landslide. The prize started out at $50, but Joe was so popular, donations made the pot swell, and Friday, a local TV station was on hand to see Joe get a check for $7,000. As you might expect, Joe broke down when he saw the generosity of the people he served for the past two decades at the South Daytona Taco Bell, which is the first time a Taco Bell employee shed tears for something other than what's been left behind in the men's room after 50 Cent Taco Tuesday. <laughs> $7,000? Yes, he got that. He's, they raised $7,000. Merry Christmas, Joe. Merry yeah. Christmas, Joe. <laughs> I wonder if we could pull off something like that, Cliff. Us? Yeah, we can't even give to vote on our songs, can we? That's right. I mean, we're running the thing over at WeedonCliff.com now for the uh, Christmas music. And, well, we got like nine votes. I haven't looked today, but I think it's like nine votes. Um, three. Oh, it's three. There's three on each guest so far. <laughs> yeah. And, and you only have until nine yeah. o'clock to get those, you know, That's votes exactly, in there. Yeah. <laughs> no no one's going to give us donations for $7,000. Uh, no. The uh, talk of $7,000, Cliff, seems to have struck a nerve this morning with our wonderful really? listeners. Yes. Okay. Over on the uh, text line, yeah. Ken has already done the math and said that would be about $637 per listener for us to get $7,000. And yeah. someone else texted in, Cliff, and I've been having a little yeah. conversation with them. Instead yeah. of cash, they would like to give me a book. A book? Yes. <laughs> Is this kind of one of those teach a man to fish things? Well, I asked what kind of book it was, Cliff. Yeah. And they yeah, I mean, said I mean, yeah. it's Bob the Germs wondrous journey into and back out of your digestive system. I don't think I need a book about Bob the germ. No, I, I, I don't think you do either. In fact, I could probably tell you all about whatever it is you need to know in that area, should you so desire. I don't desire, and so I uh, politely declined the book, Cliff. Okay. Bob the germ. Yes. And his wondrous journey. Cliff, are you a big uh, lover of spam? You mean the food spam? Yes. Not particularly. You don't like spam. I mean, rather indifferent towards it, actually. I mean, it's kind of uh, salty for my taste and kind of meaty. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's it's just chipped. I, n- I never heard <laughs> it called meaty. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it's <laughs> sometimes I've heard it called the farthest thing from meaty. Well, I mean, it's just like it's like. Yeah, it. I mean, maybe that's the best way of saying it is that they've tried so hard to make it like meat that it's just too much like meat. <laughs> well, I kind of like it. I really like it. I you like, like some, I like fried spam yeah. with a little bit of mustard on there. Yes. Okay. And I read this morning that in China, yeah. there are yeah. McDonald's over there. They've started something where they're releasing the spam burger. Sounds exactly like you're thinking in your head. A spam Only burger. this is topped with. 
yeah. crunched up Oreo cookies on top of it. Now, would you try that, Cliff? Spam and no. Oreo cookies? No, I'm, I'm going to pass on that. You know, it sounds intriguing to me for some reason. <laughs> I mean, on a train wreck kind of level, yeah, it's kind of It does, doesn't it? <laughs> you you got to wonder, how bad will this really taste? And it could surprise you. It could be just as bad as they say. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Here on the Morning Road Show, we're trying to find yeah. the greatest Christmas song ever. Yes. Meanwhile, there's already yeah. been a poll, Cliff, yeah. announcing the most annoying Christmas song of all time. I'm kind of surprised by this one here. What's the most annoying Christmas song ever? Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. The Paul McCartney song? Yes. Does that surprise you, Minnie? <laughs> no, actually, it's pretty irritating. <laughs> I did a little follow-up on this. And, oh, you uh, did, huh? Paul was so upset by this, Cliff, oh, he was. <laughs> that he almost forgot to yeah. dive in po- into his swimming pool filled with cash, you know, because he's really... <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> I looked it up. He's uh, worth just over, just a shade over yeah. a billion dollars. Yeah. That kind I think of... he could probably survive having the most irritating Christmas song ever. Uh, yeah, I think he'd be kind of proud of it at this moment. Weed rules put in place to combat the spread of coronavirus in the country of Chile have a lot more teeth than the ones here in the U.S. Teeth that bite hard, no matter who you are. While we here in the U.S. can't come to a general consensus about wearing a mask or not wearing a mask or, or heck even if the government says that the virus is real or it's a hoax the country of chile has strict rules about when you can be out in public and for what reason and most definitely wearing a mask when you are mandates in that country call for mask wearing in all public places indoors or out and if you're caught without it you can be fined or even put in jail which makes this violation all that more interesting Police there noticed on social media a man named Sebastian Pineda posing for a selfie on social media without a mask, and they tracked him down to write him a ticket for a $3,500 fine. He later explained that he was walking alone on the beach when he met a woman who recognized him as the president of Chile and wanted to have a picture taken with him. They wrote a ticket to the president of the country. <laughs> That's not a good career move right there, Cliff. <laughs> Which he, he admitted and voluntarily paid the fine without further incident. <laughs> uh-huh. I bet there won't be a further incident on uh-huh. that. Ho, 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 Hey, stop your voting on the stupidest game in the history of the radio. Hey, Christmas. Okay, frosting the snowman. Hey, he won. Whatever. Nobody gives a jingle bell rock about any of this crap. Okay. He's got Seriously? a lot of points there, Cliff, though. <laughs> he makes a pretty good point there. Nobody gives a Jingle Bell Rock so far about our contest, but we got to get it done. We already started it, so at 9 o'clock, the voting is going to stop. we got to see it through to the end. We can't just abandon it. No, no. So 9 o'clock after the news, Cliff will have the winner of our well, whatever round this is, I've kind of forgot yeah, where we're I, at here. It's, it's like the Elite Eight of this. And okay. We'll go to the Final Four. Yeah. All right. Well, Cliff will have yeah. that for us uh, after the 9 yes. o'clock news. That's correct. I hate it when he's right, too, Cliff. I really do. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just brutal. <laughs> it is brutal. We're going to make it <laughs> no. just true or false. Christmas okay. true or false this morning. So you've dumbed it down. I've dumbed it down just a little bit. <laughs> Christmas true or false. Let's see who we have. Uh, Mike Lettrell. 
It's Mike Luttrell. Hey, Mike Luttrell. How you doing this morning? Good, you? Oh, we're doing all right. What song would you like, Mike? Uh, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Baby, It's Cold Outside. All right, let's put that one in here. Okay, so before we begin, didn't you lose at this game once, Mike? Yeah, you called me a loser. (laughs) That's right, he did call you a loser. Technically, it's true. Was it not? Yeah. Okay. All right, Michael. We're going to do this game here. I'm going to give you a statement. You tell me if it's true or if it's false, okay? I got a 50-50 shot. 50-50 shot. Yes. Just think how big of a loser you'll be if you mess this one up, Mike. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm sure I won't hear the end of it from Cliff. No, you won't. Oh, All right, Mike. Here it that. is. <laughs> the word mistletoe derives from an Anglo-Saxon phrase meaning kissing weed. <laughs> True. No, Mike, that's uh, false. (laughs) So. Oh well, you can't you can't win them all. You can't win them all. I'm taking. I can't win none. You can't win any. I'm taking baby. It's cold outside. Throwing it in the trash. Cliff will work on how he's going to uh, disparage you (laughs) verbally. I I can't wait for that one. Yeah, it's, it's coming. I'm sure. And that was like a, a lay <laughs> All right. Well, Mike, thanks for listening and participating this morning, and we're going to get to hear my selection, okay? That's awesome. All right. See you, Mike. <laughs> Bye-bye. Sure yeah. Can't wait to hear. You know, <laughs> that's like, that's that's a, that that question was like, um, like, you know, a lay-in. Like when you miss a lay-in in, you know, game seven of the NBA Finals with two seconds to go. <laughs> do you actually know what mistletoe means, Cliff? I do not know what mistletoe means. It actually means dung on a twig. That's what it means. <laughs> Phil McCracken. Uh, Cliff, uh, I got this. Uh, Mike, oh, come on, guy. Uh, if mistletoe really does mean dung on a stick, you need to change your name to mistletoe Latrell. Okay, all right. I think <laughs> Phil may have went just a bit... Too far on this one, Cliff. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear him? Did you hear what he said? I did hear what he said. He's questioning whether mistletoe really means dung on a stick. (laughs) That's hurtful, Cliff. (laughs) It's true. You would think that, you know, considering his name is Phil McCracken, he'd know about having dung on a twig. (laughs) You would think so, yes. I feel kind of insulted, Cliff, that he questioned whether or not that's what it really means. No, it, that's totally what it means. I looked it up. I can verify. It's an Anglo-Saxon words. Ex- Dung is missile, and tan is twig. It's poop stick. It's poop on a stick. <laughs> that's what it Mistletoe is. Mistletoe is poop on a stick. I, and, I, and then Phil says, if it really means that or not. <laughs> it do, do, totally he kind of said something about Mike, but I'm not worried about Mike. I'm worried about... No. You know, the question here. This is quite embarrassing, Cliff. Is there, uh... <laughs> I mean, it's Monday, so what have you done today? Well, <laughs> do you know if um, the police chief here in Princeton is working today or is he on vacation near the end of the I, year? I, mean, I, I don't know what's going on today. Although usually, if we um, mention him, I'll get a text message momentarily. Well, I wish you would text him. And uh, help me out this that? morning. I mean, what's the problem? Well, you know the. Um, are you in some? Are you in some trouble with the law enforcement today? No, 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 no. Oh, I have uh, something stuck ask, on my arm. I can't get off. 
<laughs> and uh, um, you have something stuck on your arm you can't get off. That's right. And I was Is hoping a- maybe he could come out here on the down low <clears throat> and help me get you, this off. So you, what you're saying is you, you need his handcuff key. I don't really want to say that out loud, Cliff. I'm just <laughs> well, I'll say it for you. playing around here and <laughs> so, things have happened. You have a set of handcuffs and it's attached to your arm. I didn't say that. You said that. I'm, <laughs> but is that not what you need? Could you just get him to come out here is all I'm asking you. Could you have him come out and uh, let me discuss the situation going on? The fact that you've got a set of handcuffs hooked to I one didn't arm. say that. You keep saying that. <laughs> Could you get him out here or not? Would you, would you care to describe how, in fact, you've got um, handcuffs hooked to one arm? I don't. No. I don't. No, I'm just going to play a song. We're moving on. I so wish Danny brought it up. That you do. No, you do no, have, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. I was asked this last week, Cliff, by one of our listeners. All righty. If I knew what the WD meant in WD-40. And I did not know what it meant. Really? No, I did not. So I looked it up this morning for our Take It to the Bank. You see, WD-40 was created back in 1953 by Norman Larson. He worked for the Rocket Chemical Company. (laughs) And WD in the product's name stands for water displacement. Oh. While the 40 was added because it took the fledgling company 40 tries to actually perfect the formula. Now, I went ahead, Cliff, and I looked at some of the things that WD-40 is useful for, besides what we normally use it for as a lubricant. Yes. Untangling jewelry. Spray it on there. (laughs) Boom. It'll come off. Removing gum out of your hair. If you spray it on there. Spray WD-40 in your hair. Yes. It'll come right off of there. Mm -hmm. If your windshield is covered with insects, spray a little bit on there they peel right off without hardly any elbow grease okay unsticking zippers it works wonders on that Hmm. i looked and i looked cliff i couldn't find anything if wd-40 was good for getting things that are stuck on your arm off or not but i'll keep trying and if i find some wd-40 here i'm going to squirt myself Hmm. in a little bit to see if i can get this um, situation (laughs) under control Oh, you mean your um, um, bracelet situation? Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go. No, we'll go with it's a bracelet kind of thing. Did you ever get a hold of him, by the way? No, I've not. I've not been able to reach him. Beautiful. He's not responded. Beautiful. I think you're stuck with the handcuffs on your. I don't. It's a bracelet. It's a bracelet. (laughs) You got handcuffs, you should put it. I did not do that. Was it not what happened? No. I mean, surely there was no one else present. <laughs> Did you not mention a bracelet while ago, Cliff? Well, I mean, that's a, just a slang term for handcuffs. It may be your slang term, but it's not mine. <laughs> Did you get you hold of Derek yet? No, I've not heard from Derek McGraw. <sighs> Apparently, you're out of luck. You're going to have to stay, I don't know, handcuffed to yourself. I'm not handcuffed. <laughs> One Adam 12, one Adam 12, be on the lookout for a man impersonating a DJ wearing handcuffs. <laughs> no one is wearing handcuffs for the 14th time now. <laughs> Maybe it's just one 
handcuffed. It's a bracelet. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything said today? You need a key. <laughs> kind of, yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Morning Roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. Nobody gives a jingle bell rock about any of this crap. <laughs> Which is essentially the uh, cornerstone of our program. Pretty well, yeah. <laughs> number two. Mistletoe is poop on a stick. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. We are so close to the end of this year that we know there's only 1,471 flushes until 2021. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.